0: The most guilt I felt was when we fell pregnant with Frankie. Okay. I really, that really shook me up, struggled a bit. I just felt so guilty that we had had another child. The the mentality I I kind of struck up was Frankie doesn't deserve this. She doesn't deserve to be getting 50% effort from me. I, I wouldn't have given Nolan 50%, I would have given him 100%. So why is Frankie any different?
1: Okay, let's do it. It's the Still Parents podcast. I'm Dan. I'm here with Ryan, as always, from the Lily May Foundation and the creator of the podcast. That evening, Ryan. You okay, buddy? I'm very well, thank you. Are you? I'm okay. Matt's not here tonight. Uh, Matt Stevens, our guest, is, who's joining us again after he was here last week. Thank you so much for uh, joining us so soon, Matt Stevens. Welcome back onto the well, show. Thank you for having me back. Uh, you're most welcome. Yeah, I'm, I'm Matt. Matt Whitehouse is not here today. He. We're actually doing a double episode tonight. He's going to be with us for the next one. But unfortunately, he can't make it to this. But
2: uh, are you both well? Have you, a, have you had a good week? Yeah, busy. Certainly with the first week of the uh, school holidays. So yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been a busy week, but can't complain. Week to go, then on holiday. Oh, where are you going? I am going to Spain. Oh, that's right. Don't worry, I'll phone you and I. Oh, that's it, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you get people who, when they're on holiday, they, they, they phone you just to show you that they're having a pint?
2: Yeah. It's my way of getting back to him when he decides he wants to send me a voice <laughs> yeah. message at midnight. Well, I
1: had to do it last Sunday because after we left here last Sunday, I, it took me an hour and a half to get home.
2: You got stuck on the M6
1: car park. I was about to come off the M6 at Spaghetti, go through town, but I thought, now I'll carry on because my home's a bit closer. But it's just a bit further. Get onto the M4 anyway. 100 meters after the the slip road, <laughs> red lights. I'm like, oh, f- no, no, no. and <laughs> <laughs> then, you, as you do, you put it on your sat nav, don't you? And it's it, it went. You have a 44 minutes. You have a 46 minutes. You have a 59 minute delay. I'm like oh. and I needed the loo as well. I didn't have, uh, yeah. But apart from that, paying a bottle. Uh, no, I didn't have any bottles. I did uh, consider going out the window. But out then, the window. No, no, I'm not, doing that. <laughs> not after last time. Not drunk enough. No. Right. Matt, thank you so much for, for coming back on. Before we have a quick recap about last week's episode, how are you? Because um, you, you're a bit delicate
0: today, aren't you? I believe. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I've had endless amounts of stick this week because I think you referred to me as the RAF last week. Mm. The la- all the lads at work were saying, why didn't you call them out? Why didn't you call them out? Yeah, why didn't so, you? I don't know. I, I, don't didn't, know I, I didn't I didn't realize it, it, said it was, let it go and then
2: I didn't realise there was such a
0: sort of rivalry. Rivalry competition. Is it like between... police and fire? Yeah. And,
2: yeah, is it really like that, Matt?
0: Yeah, it's, it's just, just friendly banter. Really. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah. No one no one wants to be in the RAF. Apart from the nice hotels they get. It's...
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So do you wanna so you are navy? <laughs> Yeah, Navy. No, Sorry for referring to you as the RAF. I, I think <laughs> I just put two, one and one together because it was the, the word helicopter. When went, was <laughs> yeah. was,
0: yeah. A lot of people have that misconception.
1: Or the army. How's the army? The link, obviously, is in the description if you haven't heard Matt's part one yet, where he went into some fascinating and amazing detail. And thank you so much for the way you spoke. We've had a brilliant reaction back from people for it. A lot to do with just your attitude and how you approach life after you and your wife lost, lost baby Nolan. And we wanted to get you back on today just to talk more about your work life, your relationships and dealing with all of those things which come on after you've, you've suffered your loss so thank you for agreeing to, to come back on and do that we, there was a little clip from last week I wanted to uh, play here but the computer says no so if, you, if you're listening to the edited version you're about, to, you're about to hear this but this is a little clip from uh, Matt on the show last week
0: so we, we never really knew when he was sleeping and when he wasn't Okay. Uh, he would obviously sleep at some points yeah. but you'd still have to suction him because you would hear the saliva building up yeah.
2: so how regularly and, did that
0: happen Matt? Uh, probably on average once every 20 minutes or so really? oh wow yeah, it was, it, was, it was intense. So you can't switch off at all, right? No.
1: You lost Nolan. It was nearly two years ago, wasn't it? It was in November 2021.
2: 20,
1: yeah. yeah. On the back of everything that you spoke about last week, I'd like to get into the relationship side of things. So with that in mind, how, and it's, it's a very open-ended question, but how did you find initially dealing with day-to-day in the opening weeks and months after Nolan finally passed and the effect it had on you and Loz and your relationship yeah. I know that's a lot of questions so we'll kind of fine tune yeah, as we yeah. go along but yeah
0: over to you so me and Loz we we said from the minute it all kicked off we said we need to put ourselves as a priority here we'll look after our relationship So said we need each other We're going to, there's going to be times where you know she's going to need to lean on me I'm going to need to lean on her so we, we prioritised that and just I still had this wall built up Yeah. So in the last last episode. I built this wall up and I really struggled to get over that until the end of my fundraising and on his first birthday. So for me, it was trying to support Loz because she was really struggling at the time. I've always
2: said to people, grief isn't linear. Mm. It's very up, down. it, it- you know ties you in knots and so forth and i have a lot of clients who who do ask me well what do you do if you wake up you feel all right but you look at your partner you look yeah. at your wife and they feel and and they clearly are struggling what do you do what do you say how do you approach it there's no right or wrong answer because ultimately you make that choice and you make that decision as part of your relationship on how to deal with that some people deal with it a lot easier than others and are able to you know have that conversation have that or be that emotional support like Matt said you know you have to lean up, lean on each other uh, throughout grief because like I say it's not one size fits all everybody's completely different yeah um and it's i think it's it's about being extremely honest and open with each other about how you are feeling and if you are having one of those days just being honest about it i've seen it from both sides and i can say that from myself as well where yeah. there's been times where Maybe I've woken up on a, on a day and, and not felt particularly great and just bottled it or just thrown it to, you know, in, try and compartmentalise it or something like that. And then ultimately it catches up with you because it comes out another yeah. way. And it might We've be. said before it, it has to, it, yeah, it will come out. It could be through anger, if you're doing sport, it could be through work. Yeah, could, yeah there's lots of different ways that it can come out.
1: <laughs> who wanted to or who wants to talk about it more,
0: you or Loz? Uh, a 100%. I I very much went into the not going to talk about it. As in i would talk about the situation but when it comes to like my emotions and feelings and how I was dealing with it we just didn't speak about it. Did that know.
1: cause did that cause any any issues any conflict?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we you know we had we had arguments. Of course you can have arguments you are going through a high stress situation. Um, it was more bickering than arguments as such. And she would she would say to me, you know, why aren't you speaking to me? Why why aren't you talking to anyone? Please just talk to someone. And I said, I'm just not ready. No. I said, I don't know how I feel. So how can I explain that to someone else?
2: That's actually quite scary, isn't it? I mean, I'm sure yeah. you probably back me up here is that when I was I was the polar opposite, I did go and speak to somebody very quickly, and it was somebody that was completely and utterly impartial, so it was just a counsellor. Yeah. Um but again, I didn't I didn't know how often how I felt I know that sounds like a really weird thing to say I didn't know what my emotions were I didn't know because I'd never experienced anything that was te- that was going to test me Absolutely.
0: psychologically
2: mm. like we did there it's the bickering and it could be the the smallest of little things <laughs> yeah. that would just bang it just creates this little bicker or this little argument and you look back at it and you think Oh, okay, so we've just had a row because you, you, I don't know, you never put the pen lid on or something. It's just something yeah, it's so, the old classics. it's just ridiculous. It's yeah. The old classics, isn't absolutely it? It's absolutely ridiculous, but like Matt said, it's a high, you're in a high-pressured situation. And the fuse, your fuse is short, isn't it? Fuse little? is short, and you're yeah. getting to know each other again yeah. because you're getting to know each other in a completely different way. So what you knew prior, you're seeing something which you wouldn't have seen before, certainly within a relationship, but also as an individual at the same time. So there's a lot of questions going along as well about you know am I doing the right thing? Am I saying the right thing? Am I am I being okay? Am I, it's 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 a minefield. You can talk about the situation. Yeah. You can tell people the story of what happened because that's just ingrained within your within yourself about what you've witnessed and what you've been through. So yeah. you can tell people about that. But then there's a big difference between telling people the story. And then telling people the emotion. So, what is the emotion? What emotion am I feeling? Yeah, okay, I'm upset. Of course, I'm upset. Of course, I'm devastated. Of course, I'm this. Of course, I'm that. But if you don't understand that, if you don't understand emotions and you don't understand that, you know, this trigger, for instance, is going to cause you to be angry or this trigger here is going to cause you to become a, a, crying, you know, a crying mess, as I used to say to myself or this here is going to bring me to my knees and stuff. Because you don't understand it, because you've you've never been through it, it's very, very difficult to be able to accept it because it's a complete and utter lack of control. Which is why I'm trying to put my
1: head in your world right now because I don't understand it and I haven't haven't been through that. So to to ask these questions, how do you, and a question for both of you, your relationship now, well, actually, well, aim is for you, Matt, for, for anyone listening who is going through a loss recently and yours is still recent it's just under two years but yeah. to sort of sum up the differences in your relationship that you have and I know there's nuances and it won't be the same with everybody but just to give a general picture as to
0: some of the changes that you've noticed that you two have had as a couple <laughs> I've, I've heard it on the podcast before and it's the trivial things now that we would have been annoyed about or been affected by before now mm. it's nothing when, when you've when you lost a child all the trivial problems don't mean anything anymore um and we've definitely come through 100 stronger you know we we were a good couple beforehand but now we're so much stronger as a couple and i think it just goes back to that saying you know, "What mm. doesn't break you it makes you stronger yeah very true it was um, N-
1: it was nathan ellis on one of our older shows who first mentioned that and yeah you're right it's yeah. th- those trivial things that i'd still get really wound up about and I think that's, yeah. that's great. Can you give us any exact...
2: I think Nathan's was just red... Tra- you know traffic lights when you're in a rush and you don't <laughs> notice them. Yeah, and then when you're in a rush you seem to hit every yeah. single red traffic light. Like that's like yeah. just said there, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's what he said, wasn't it? Yes. Mate? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. There's another yeah. one as well. Of, that was a song
1: by Kelly Clarkson. Yeah.
2: There's <laughs> another one as well that I uh, have always sort of stood by and that is that you don't know how strong you are until being strong is the only thing
1: that you can be. Hang on, what? Hang on. Let me, let me get made around this.
2: So you don't know how strong you are until, until being strong yeah. is the only thing yeah. that, that you can be. Yeah. And like I've said, you you get into getting used to know each other again in a completely different way. Yeah. And it's, um, it's challenging. It is really, really challenging. It's tough. Because you are, I guess, I mean,
1: everyone's always evolving anyway as a personality. I'm probably, you know, different now in my mid-40s to what I was in my, in my mid-20s, apart from still being bold and look like Uncle Fester. But you do evolve, <laughs> but maybe it accelerates this. So there's, there's the two people, and you literally have got to perhaps fall in love again. And I know it won't always go that way. It may go the other way too. Yeah. And that might be someone who's listening to this right now. And um, have, have you spoke to, sorry, I can't remember if you mentioned Matt. Did you Have you spoke to anyone... Since Loz was encouraging you to, to do so, was that something that you then went on and did? or
0: Yeah, is it so something work, you, you, work funded us. Uh, they gave us some funding. So I think Loz had 10 counselling sessions for free and they funded six for me. I don't know why there's a difference between the mum and the dad, but yeah. there you go. Um, so I used five of them and I've kept one behind and it was only probably the last one that I actually got anything from. Right. Because I... Going back, I just couldn't get in touch with my emotions and how I was feeling. Were you feeling sceptical,
1: like, after the first few yeah. then?
0: Yeah. Right. Just what, kind of what? come away thinking, that's a waste of time. What am I doing?
2: And was it just, I mean, was it similar to, I saw a counsellor that was just a generic counsellor, grief counsellor, and it was just about me talking about what had happened. Mm. I was just yeah. re- regurgitating the same story week in, week out until it got to I think probably like Matt's just said there until I got a little bit further down the line when I was just about to finish and then I felt like I was getting a lot more out of it is that because you knew it was about to finish maybe it's a possibly
0: I don't know yeah I guess you've you've got rid of all the, the nonsense in the chats before as well so by the time you've had a few sessions she's starting to get a bit deeper into what you're feeling.
1: And you've got... Yeah, and you, you know each other a little bit more too. You, you build up a, yeah. a, a, a relationship, I guess, of yeah. sorts, don't you?
0: Yeah, she was, you know, she, she was brilliant and she helped Loz out a lot. I just think it was probably the wrong time for me to start doing them. I think I maybe rushed into it a bit too early. Mm. Okay.
1: Mm. So... How do, how do you and Loz deal as a couple with friends or other family members or, do you know, those people who just want to know about your family and they, they want to know what's next or, you know, if you, especially if you're not, some days you might not be in the mood to talk about it or you, you yeah. might not feel like you want to say, as Ryan's just said, that you don't want to say the story again. Yeah. How do you talk to people that you haven't seen for a while and they, they, they want to know everything?
0: Selective. We, we say selective things. And it it comes back to that, you know, if they if they don't know the situation. If they haven't been on social media and seen the fundraising, and they go, you know, oh, you know, is this we've got a new daughter now, Frankie, who was born last year, uh, and they say, oh, is this your only child? And then you've got to select, you know, if you go down that route, or you know, just freeze. You say, yeah, yeah. But a lot of the time, you know, I I've got a lot more confident now through listening to the podcast to say uh no this is you know one down here Got one upstairs as well looking over us uh, and that was through the podcast that gave me that kind of strength and confidence if we had to
1: say that so your relationship with is it's in a good place now or it's not yeah. like, not now but yeah. it sounds like it always was and it's gone through the trials yeah, and tribulations yeah. that, that oh, absolutely they all what about friendships
0: yeah it's you know, i think that's a lot of them have been really good you know they're all, all of my best mates were so supportive and they were there, you know, they they come up for the funeral, they were there at the end of the phone as when well I needed them. Uh, unfortunately, some two of our friends, they went through a very similar situation in February mm. 2022. 20, so last February, so it was four months after Nolan. We knew they were expecting. So we offered to go up and they were in the same NICU.
2: Yeah, blimey.
0: Wow. So the place that we swore we'd never go back to Oh, wow. We ended up going back to, and one of the nurses recognised us. That was quite hard. And so we, we, we remained really good friends. You know, that's brought us probably closer, if anything. Yeah. Because we're both part of that club that you don't want to be part of. And I think ultimately, that probably helped Loz out a lot because Loz was giving them all of the materials that we had. It's all the arts and crafts to make the memories. Yeah, Obviously, NICU's only there to treat, isn't it? It's not there to make you know, as many memories as such. So, all the ideas we had from the hospice, we were given to them. And that really helped Loz on her mental battle. With it all.
2: Well, she's offering that support to somebody else. So, she Absolutely, knows that yeah. she's passing on yeah. the support yeah. that she got and that she's able to then pass that on to somebody yeah. else in memory of, of uh, Nolan, isn't it? And it, it, it for yeah. her, that would be a... It would be like a therapy Absolutely,
0: her. yeah. And I think I think they they probably talk every other day. And they just relate to each other, you know. Everything they're saying, no one else can relate to.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: One thing which we've we've asked I think most of the guests and it comes I think sometimes with a bit of guilt and it's that first time that you and Loz laughed properly laughed together yeah. after the loss. What was it and how did you feel because it's there's been a few people who felt uneasy about it like you weren't allowed to like you weren't you weren't deserving of it yeah.
0: first time we laughed
2: good question
0: it is isn't it so because
2: what? I I, would, after he, I wouldn't be able to answer you that know, have you not oh no it was Ryan wasn't it didn't uh, pigeon shit on him yeah I sorry d- no Matt not your Ryan Matt no yeah Matt, Matt I genuinely I can't remember yeah I can't I, remember
0: apart from the initial like when he took his last breath after that we had a bit of a laugh oh um, yeah, yeah. Was it the gas in the air? An afternoon, yeah. it was the like the last the big... exhale, all the gases, and absolutely terrified. About two in the morning, um, <laughs> he'd just passed away, and we were laying there with him, having a nice moment, <laughs> and we just <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> but you said as well, though, that was him being like that was his yes. last active mischievousness. Last, yeah, being mischievous yeah. with you, wasn't it? But feelings of yeah. feelings of guilt
1: in general. Noticing that actually, okay, you've you've smiled a bit more today, or mm. you've not thought about. You lost as much as maybe the day before. Not to say that the next day you will again, because I understand it's the peaks and it's the troughs, and it's where you are yeah. with uh, the particular time of day and what's going <laughs> on with your life. But just dealing with those uh, those feelings of guilt and if because a lot of people have said they just felt like they weren't they shouldn't be smiling, they shouldn't be having fun, they shouldn't do anything.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I think Loz Laws definitely went down that route. She you know she would get annoyed at herself having fun. Mm. Oh wow! And I said to her, you know, we we still got to live. I said, I know Nolan's gone, but. We've still got a life to live. you know. We need to move on. Um, And I think the most guilt I felt was when we fell pregnant with Frankie. Okay. I really, that really shook me up. Struggled a bit. Especially towards the end. Do you want to break down? Can can you break down why? Can you break down why? I think, one, I wasn't naive to what could happen. No. And two, I just felt so guilty that we had had another child I can't really explain it to It's
2: Did you feel, because I, I, I empathise with how you've just explained that, did you yeah. feel that, I remember when we fell, uh, when Amy fell pregnant with Freddie, who we had straight after Lily, and um, there was a, a sense of, yes, the fear, because you know what can happen. But secondly, there was a sense of, will people think that we're having Freddie to replace Lily? Yeah.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
2: And that's what used to frighten me. If anything, I was probably, well, I was thinking more about what other people were going to think of us rather than actually, you know
0: us Enjoy, enjoying in, the moment and
2: and yeah try, thinking about your family and, and I think that is the difficult thing as well is because in, in a future pregnancy it's, it is it's, well I don't remember enjoying any part of any of the pregnancies no. we've been through since losing Lily but enjoying that moment of knowing that you're pregnant again there is a, a glimmer, if you like. There's yeah. a there's a little bit yeah. that you can grip out where you get that little bit of joy, and then you think, "Oh shit, we've got to go through all this again."
1: Yeah, I absolutely. Mean,
2: and it's it's completely understandable. We've
1: I've heard this mentioned a lot. That and you just said it yourself, Matt. The naivety is not there, and you know what yeah. has happened before, and it's going to be difficult to to enjoy it the way that maybe you would have anticipated to. Mm. And then those feelings of guilt, which I can only empathise um, with, of Oh, this is to replace Nolan, or this is to replace Lily, which yeah. clearly it's not, and yeah. and you know that. But sometimes you know what you're thinking. Sometimes is a bit daft, but you can't help but feel that way anyway, because that's how that's that's way well, human.
2: And also, some of the clients that I've had as well, and I, I remember feeling this as well, was that people would think you'd be okay now because you're going to have another baby. Oh, you all right. You'd be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's that that bloody statement. Isn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, okay, you're going to have another baby and that baby will be fine and then and then everything will be all right, you'll forget about what happened before. Yeah. Not that people actually say that to you, but that is a... I mean, there are people who genuinely, I think, probably do think people are going to be okay once they've had another baby. It's the
1: old... Um... Put your brain in gear before you open your mouth, isn't it? Again, (laughs) brings us back to the first ever episode, and I still don't know. You know, I think most of the time it's people just putting a foot in it. It's not with any sort of malicious intent. Mm.
2: Can I ask, Matt? So obviously, you work in a in a job where there's there's obviously you're. I mean, the RAF. Correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) you work in the army so (laughs) yeah is um is it is it quite a a a sort of do you work with a lot of males or is it is it a sort of mixture of male and female or is it predominantly
0: males predominantly males there are some females obviously there's a lot more males and unfortunately that's just how it is and did that Um, hamper the
2: way that you were able to grieve when you, were, when you were back at work because you were in such a male-orientated area?
0: I kind of had the attitude when I went back to work that I was leaving everything at home. Okay. So I remember going, I remember talking to Brent who was the padre yeah. in the last episode.
2: He's watching, um, by the way. Is he? Yeah. He said he would be. He'll be here in half an um, hour.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll be up there. Yeah, I, I spoke I spoke to Brent he was the, you know, he was the middleman between us and work and I said... I don't want all the sympathy when I come back to work. I want to come back. I want it to be a normal job. I don't want people right. treating me any really different. I just want to walk in and, and it was good. I, I needed to go back to work afterwards for a bit of structure, a bit of routine. I think you, very, you get into that routine at home then you're just waking up, yeah. mooching about and then
1: going to sleep. Well, what workplace culture has such an impact on your life.
2: You spend a lot of time there, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And they can
1: vary wildly from one place to another and the closest episode I can remember to the environment that maybe you, you're in I think I mentioned last week was uh, one of, I'll, I'll put the link in the description Adam Horan yeah. who worked uh, with the railway and it was very very male dominated he didn't particularly enjoy it I think going back from what I can recall um, yeah how much time did you have
0: off by the way so I had obviously the three months when Nolan was alive and then he passed away in November I went back at the beginning of February. So I about two months after off.
1: Yeah. Um, um so it's quite a chunk of time then the so all in all. How did yeah. you how did you find it adapting back in to that everyday routine?
0: I think I think I've settled back in now. Mm. You know, it's like I said, it just gave me a bit of routine and structure, that's what I needed. Yeah. And a bit of banter as well. Yeah. And one of the one of the first things someone said to me is welcome back you big bald bastard and I was like you know I, I haven't had any of that I, all I've had is a sympathy and the, you know you're right do you want a hug there was no like abuse which I used to get on the daily well it
1: is it's a fine line isn't it we, we mentioned this on the mental health episode a few weeks back and there's a difference between as you say I'm not a fan of the word banter but it does what it says on the tin and whether yeah. it's that's you know and the way you smiled when you said it welcome back you big bald bastard I, but it's not it's not. There's nothing mean there or <laughs> nasty about it, is it? That's just no, how really... the, the vernacular that you have between that,
0: you and that particular friend. I think. I think there's a very different um, <laughs> military banter. It's just, <laughs> it's just abuse all day. Oh really? But there's no. There's no like malicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, behind it.
2: Do you know? I always so... remember and and Matt. <laughs> what I like about the way you've you've just said that as well is that's almost like something that just sticks with you like. That is yeah. one of the things that you remember vividly. Yeah. I was a teacher when we lost Lily, and the year 11s in the school that I worked at were a tough year group. They really were a tough year yeah, group. Be there were some, yeah. some right characters in there. What age is year 11 again? It's, 15, 15, 16. Yeah, okay. yeah. There were some right it's, characters but... in there as well. And I always remember walking into the first... My first lesson back was a year 11... Or PE lesson, basketball lesson. And I always remember walking in, and I I won't say his full name for, well, for the right reasons, but his, yeah. his name was Liam. And he just walked up to me and he, he put his arm around me and he went, Chin up, sir. We're glad you're back. <laughs> Chin ups, yeah. And, and I was like, actually, yeah, he doesn't really understand what's happened. But for a 16-year-old for kid to just come and do that and say, chin ups, yeah, It might not necessarily be it's, it's the, the place where it comes from. Exactly. And for exactly. someone at
1: that age, like you say, to say that when yeah. he probably the last thing on his mind and exactly. can possibly
2: comprehend. No, and he was a royal bastard as well. But actually, <laughs> that's what I think stuck with me is the fact that he probably was the one that I used, that you wouldn't have expected anything to have come out of yeah. his mouth. Yeah, he's walked over it, arm round me, chin up, sir. Glad to have you back, sort of thing. And it is. It's there are little yeah. things like that. And like you say, Dan. I mean, I, I don't particularly like the word banter because I think it can be used to explain lots of. Things to try and get around, bant. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. But <laughs> I just get really angry if anyone uses the the, the phrase "bantosaurus,"
1: <laughs> bant and dex, isn't it? Bant and dex. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. But it's it, I, I I do get that, Matt. You know what you've yeah. said there is that sometimes we need that little bit of normality as well.
0: No, absolutely. Yeah. It, yeah, it was nice to get away from the sympathy for a bit. I didn't. I wasn't a fan of all that. As, as you know, yeah. it's a tough a situation we have been through and it was nice that everyone cared. So it what just was it like reinforced then? what you were going through.
1: So, so you're, you're switching then from, to, to use that angle, from different, completely different mindsets from when you leave the house to go to work, from when leaving back work to go home again.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. And you've got to switch between but, those two and that can't be easy, especially if you're having a down day or a day when things are hitting you.
0: Yeah. Again, if I, if I had a down day, I would just take myself off. Yeah.
1: I, would, I just wouldn't really speak. How would you recognise you were having one of those days and what steps would you take to remedy it now compared to when you were first going through your grief?
0: Running. I got got into running a lot. Yeah. Um, and I got to the stage where I also almost come reliant on going running just to be happy. And if I hadn't been running that day or that week, I could tell. Um, I ended up buying a punch bag, which really helped me. Yes. I just, yeah. I think I just had so much built up aggression with the situation well the
1: headboard got
0: it last week in the episode yeah, didn't it? so yeah it's a
1: good investment
0: yeah. that. and I, I thought you know I can take my aggression out Yeah, with a bit of fitness at the same time it's all going to help so that, that and running were my main you still do it now? <laughs> <laughs> so I, had, I did a, one of the massive fundraising journey last year and we raised you know all, all together just under 30 grand wow oh wow and I got, got the email this week from the hospice. And i had said that there was no... Obviously, a children's hospice There's nothing for adults. Yeah. It's what it says on the tin. So I said to them, I want that to go towards providing some fitness equipment for the hospices. Mm. Because all I wanted to do when I was there was do a bit of fizz. Um, yeah, wanted to go for a run, but the signal ran there was awful, so I didn't want to leave. Mm. So we've got the green light this week that they're getting outdoor like park gyms. Oh right, yeah. You no, know, like the, the pull up bars and yeah, the...
1: they're in all the parks, now, aren't they? Yeah.
0: So they're they're oh, gonna get great. three of those so one one for each hospice. Brilliant,
1: brilliant. Oh, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Brilliant. I learned a lot about hospices last week just through how you were talking about about them when I was editing the episode back, and I wanted to give them another mention actually because I know they were they played such an important role. Absolutely
2: in, yeah. in
0: your life in those three months with Nolan. So where was it? Uh, so it's called Children's Hospice South West the so they have one in Cornwall one in North Devon and one in Somerset
2: hmm.
0: um, one we used was just below Bristol are you able um, to
2: name those gyms Matt could you call it like Nolan's Gym or something or is that not no, something
0: that I don't, I don't think they do names okay um, I think they like to keep that yeah but I, I could potentially name it or ask to name it something else okay I don't think they would allow Nolan's Gym yeah um yeah. I guess it just reinforces yeah but we've, we've been back there a few times um, since and we, we've got a bereaved family's picnic next month right I managed to use some of the, the fundraising money at Christmas mm. and got it signed off by work um, I, I think about 300 pounds worth of presents and I dressed up as Santa and we took one of the helicopters up there oh wow So uh, Santa arrived by helicopter and all the kids were there. Amazing. That was really magical. Well, that was probably the most rewarding thing I've done in my career to date. Yeah. It was quite intense. We were doing online raffles every week. I did two marathons and two halves. Wow. This year we've taken a bit of a break, but next year we hit the ball going again.
1: I think deservedly so, because where are we now? We're recording this episode at the end of July 2023. You lost Nolan at, in uh, November 2021, so it's still under two years ago. And yeah. I'm, I'm guessing things been... Have you, do you feel as if you've had a moment to sort of pause, take it in, take a step back?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think we really had, had that. It's, it's been very full on. And then obviously having Frankie last year, and that's yeah. kept us busy. Yeah, that was very bittersweet, really. Yeah. It, was, it was lovely to have her, but it just reinforced all the things that Nolan couldn't do. Mm. Um, so that was that was quite hard. Yeah, the, the mentality I I kind of struck up was Frankie doesn't deserve this. She doesn't deserve to be getting 50% effort from me. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't have given Nolan 50%. I would have given him 100%. So why is Frankie any different? So anything that's kind of been a struggle, we've just pushed through and... With the concept of, you know, Frankie needs 100%, yeah. let's, let's give it to her. It's as simple as
1: that, isn't it? You can't say it any clearer and it's absolutely smaller. Yeah.
2: I think in terms of the, if people are struggling through, you know, a future pregnancy and so forth, certainly people that are local to us um, within the Midlands and Warwickshire area, we have our Pregnancy After Loss support group, which is yeah. um, where, you know, everybody that's in that support group is pregnant so they can all offer that peer support to each other the synergy of emotional uh, journeys that they're all you know experiencing at different different uh, gestations different phases and it's really important to yeah. you know if you need the help and you need the support to 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 ask for it Is that to be found through the Lily May website? To be found through lilymayfoundation.org. And when Um, when you say group, is it group as in you meet up or is it a WhatsApp group? No, no, it's a a group that meets up once a month. Uh, It's held at our offices. Okay. And, I mean, it's, it's run by Amy and Chantel, so it's regularly attended by, we might have a... Um, a, midwife, a midwife, or a bereavement midwife, or somebody who comes—they've uh, done meditation before, and it's not just solely for the, for the females as well. It's for it's for the men to come oh, to as well. So, so they come as a, a couple.
1: What well, if there's someone who's listening and is quite keen on that, but they're not anywhere near this area? Is there a possibility to join remotely anyhow, or, or get involved another
2: way? That's, that... that's a really good question. <laughs> that I would have <laughs> to put, to you on, put you on the spot. Put, put me on the spot. I won't promise anything. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, I mean there's you know at the end of the day we we're, we're on the end of an email we're yeah. on the end of a phone so yeah, even just it. gaining that support if we can't specifically help them then we're potentially able to signpost yeah. them to support within their local area. <laughs> Matt Stevens, thank you so much for joining
1: us again. One final thing I want to mention because you talked about the the running as a, as a way is like a good distraction, isn't it to yeah, to help absolutely. mentally and we have uh, I'm going to ask because I ask everyone, but were there any sort of bad distractions or habits that came in? To sum it up, we've had over over the last couple of years, people threw themselves into work to the point where they (laughs) weren't even sleeping and didn't even move house. They were supposed to be one of our very, very first guests. Obviously, um, alcohol, drugs, one person became uh, one of my favourite guests, Gary Anderson, became a bit of a a Bond villain for a while. (laughs) Uh, He's all right now. But yeah, any... Uh, any any things that you had to deal with?
0: I think I think for me it was the building that wall so high up at the beginning and then looking after loss. I didn't give my child chan- myself the chance to grieve as much. So I wanted to support her. It's so my my biggest challenge or hurdle as such was trying to get over that wall when it was so high. When I wanted to talk about it, I couldn't. Um, Can I ask you a question, Matt? Yeah
2: if you were to look back at Matt Stevens in November 2021 or let's say beginning of 2022 and you had to give a bit of advice to that Matt Stevens, what would you say?
0: Probably try and deal with my emotions. Be a lot more open with how I'm feeling. Talk about it a lot more and look after yourself as well as your partner. Because ultimately, you both, you know, you both matter.
2: Really good answer. Yeah. And and the, there's the, I mean, there's no right or wrong. Is That's true, isn't
1: it? I mean, as we said before, it's it's
2: there's knowing that's what you need
1: to do, and there's wanting to do it, yeah. and yeah, it's getting yeah. to that place. You where... can lead a
2: horse to water, yeah. but you
1: can't make it drink it. So, how did you know? Did you just feel? Sorry, this is a dumb question. I'm getting, but you just was there a mo- you just felt like okay, now I'm ready. But um, it might not be a tangible emotion that you can recall. But if there is. Do you know how you got to that place from the difference of, okay, this wall's up here. I don't even want to go anywhere near it. I don't want to get over it. So, yeah. Right. Let's go through it.
0: Let's do it. Uh, it was after the last half marathon in October. And for me, that was the end of my fundraising because there was no more challenges for me. No distractions. So all of my distractions for the right. last year had gone. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't really have a choice but to <laughs> face, face this wall that I'd built and that's, it, yeah. that's, that's when it hit me hard it's
1: true isn't it there's, yeah, you, there's, there's no more nothing else around it yeah the only absolutely. thing left in sight well I think you've been brilliant I've, I've loved hearing you speak over the last two episodes and like we said at the start the reaction's been fantastic and if anyone would like to reach out to Matt I'm sure he won't mind answering any questions you can uh, get in touch via our Still Parents podcast website and our Instagram and uh, I'm sure you'll be able to reach out to Matt on his if you want to find him on there too absolutely
2: I just wanted to add uh, from there, Danny's that a couple of things. Firstly, um, what humble, humble bloke, Matt. You've really done him proud. You've yeah. done Nolan proud, mate. And and I think your ability to be able to speak so openly and honestly as well about how you how you felt your journey up to now, because you know it doesn't mean that just because you've been on here now your journey finishes. You've sure. still got that journey yeah. moving forwards as well. But I think one thing that I think you can take. Out of your experience, is he's, he's like Dan's just said. There, you're a very much a glass half full rather than a glass half empty person. Yeah. And, I, I, and like I say, you you've been you've been a great guest, really, really good guest.
0: No, I pre- appreciate you having me on, and I just want to say thank you as well because a large reason of where I am today is because of the podcast. That really, really helped me just be able to relate and um, just realise that what I was feeling and wanting to do mm. wasn't just me, it was other people as well. Yeah, precisely. Well we and appreciate it. massively helped me, so thank you very much.
1: And that's what we're here for that's, ultimately. Exactly exactly. That's, that's why yeah. we're here for, you know, it's, it's it's about you and your stories, if you would like to come on and share yours. But if you don't you just want to listen. That's what this is for. As we've said, it's not going to fix you. It's not going to make everything okay. It's not going to take pain away. But it is, as we've said many times, to be in, hold that space with people who, um, unfortunately, are kindred spirits and maybe helping people who haven't been through it but are listening. It speaks I, I to also
2: think in a way we're unique in the respect that, yes, okay, Dan, you haven't lost a baby, but you're friends with people that have. One of yeah. the things we've always said is that ultimately, yes, this podcast is there for, the you know, the bereaved. But yeah. at the same time, there's an education for people who aren't bereaved to understand yeah, how they can help and support, you know, whether it's family members, whether it's friends. There's a, there's a you know, that, and, and ultimately, that's why we do what we do, yeah. isn't it? And, you know
1: yeah thank you for, um, if, if anyone like I said, would like to join us for five minutes for a whole show um, whatever you'd like in person or over uh, over to internet then please get in touch stillparentspodcast.co.uk and our um, stillparentspodcast is our Instagram Matt I'm sure our paths will cross at some point it'd be good to meet you in person yeah. In, in, yeah. In, in 3D not just on this screen in this, in, <laughs> in this studio maybe do you play football we can get you up for one of our footy games if you want no two, two left feet See, I'm always skeptical of the people who say they're not very good. They're normally the ones that turn up on the pitch and they're sort of turn into a prime Maradona bad boy. Well, you did. <laughs> you didn't. I certainly did, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. <know> <laughs> I just remember, Ryan. going What was that? was that cross or shot? Was that sub? <laughs> uh, Matt, listen. Um, go and enjoy the rest of your hangover in peace. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks hey, for having me on again. Yeah. yeah hey, are you having lots of junk food? That's, uh, what's your What's your hangover? Sorry, this is the most unimportant question of the podcast. Uh, feel free to switch off if you don't care but uh, what's, what's your hangover meal of choice
0: probably a Chinese oh, oh uh, yes I, uh,
2: yeah. I'm a KFC or McDonald's I'm both yeah. <laughs> Chinese or KFC Holy Grail you to have that Holy Trinity in one day isn't it you have a
1: Mackey's breakfast a KFC lunch uh, Burger King dinner yeah and then a heart attack and then <laughs> Matt take care buddy thank you very much cheers guys thank you And there we go. That is this episode. What episode? number 60 number 60 um, of the Still Parents podcast done and dusted thank you to everyone who's been listening I'll say it again we would uh, really 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 appreciate any little review if you have the time uh, on whatever platform you use to drop us one write a few words the reason why is because it helps this podcast and other ones of a similar ilk to be discovered and we need them all to have as much of a reach as possible so that between us we can help more people and, and hear more stories and get the message out there so with that in mind thank you very much everyone and we will be back well in fact if you watch it live we'll be back in an hour (laughs) with uh, Dan Crocker for our next episode if not we'll uh, speak to you very very soon take care this is the Still Parents Podcast bye bye